0: In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. And if you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that. So it's now the what most consider the morning of December twenty-third, nineteen ninety-eight. It's seven forty-three. The storm's begun to subside. You've got a little under four hours of sleep, give or take at that point. Sunrise was a little over an hour and a half ago. It's still not great outside. The weather has died down some, but the weather's still quite present. You wake up still in weather watcher hq i'm assuming you all kind of have a shared bunking space at that point so you're kind of all forced together by that measure what's the first thing everyone does this morning
1: i'm gonna get some food to take with me on the go and i'm gonna get ready to go talk to some detainees not really my field of expertise but sure
2: well considering the circumstances of my actions The previous night, am I under any special supervision or quarantine, considering what happened?
0: I don't know, are you? I'm asking. I don't know, are you?
2: Uh, I'm going to operate under the assumption of no,
0: because you're giving me the option to do something. Am I? Okay. You would have no way of knowing, having just woken up, if you're under special scrutiny.
2: Okay, so then I will get up and... I'll go try to have breakfast in the cafeteria, I guess. You're
0: not going to brush your teeth or anything like that?
2: You know what? Sure. Let's start my morning routine by brushing my teeth. I mean, you have corpse breath. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay, yes. Well, I am to assume that I took a shower and brushed my teeth. I didn't sleep with corpse breath.
3: You could be a morning person. You could be one of those people that brushes their teeth like once a day. Who knows?
2: No, I'm not going to bed with fucking corpse breath. No. you. I'm sure I'm assuming I definitely sat in the shower for a while, scrubbing myself, constantly saying forever unclean or something along those lines. But no, but okay, for the sake of the character, I wake up and I do my morning routine, I shower
0: acting like nothing's wrong.
2: Yeah, I I mean, obviously, I know something's wrong, but I'm just trying to get ready and then eventually try to go have breakfast.
0: Last night didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or at least, you know what? Actually, I take it back. I'm not trying to have breakfast because the thought of eating anything right now weirds me the fuck out. So instead, I'm going to try to go. I'll go try to find
0: Dr. Bremel. I have been awake for the past hour and I'm outside for a jog. One for a jog in the cold Alabama air. All right, cool. That means you got like an hour or two of sleep tops. I would imagine it's like seven, you know, four to seven is only three hours. I will say that's bold of you to go outside after considering last night's weather event. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that, like, maybe you've adjusted. Yeah, you probably just adjusted. It's nowhere near as cold as you thought it would be by any measure. One of my motivations
3: is jogging, and I'm going to take that as far as I can. This event has absolutely disturbed. Sure. Adine, and she's not doing great with it. I mean, yes, this excitement of like being able to find concrete data and everything else like that, but also just kind of this eerie feeling of just what the fuck was that sudden like adrenaline shot, just because this woman's an Air Force physicist. I mean, she's probably gone through so much with the Air Force already. So the fact that she can only like sleep for
0: however long she's out for a jog to clear her head, jog the pain away, if you will. Yes. <laughs> No, it makes a lot of sense, and I will say this, you find it far too easy to be outside in the cold. Like, you don't need a heavy jacket, like, it's almost pleasant outside, as far as you can tell. Like, maybe it's just, you have your body heat up, like, you're running, you're hitting good stride, but also, it just doesn't feel as cold as you expected it to. The blizzard is still happening, so it's definitely still around that freezing point, but it's not bad at all. In fact, like, maybe you got too warm wearing a coat of some kind.
3: (laughs) Yes, more than likely, I probably went out for a walk and then it turned into a jog. And then I just started disrobing, not like completely, but like disrobing in a weird sort of manner.
0: You come back Uh, with like your winter coat balled up under your arm or something like that. The mess hall just sweat turned into icicles. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. So and kind of as you all are making your way to breakfast, to work, to find Dr. Bimmel. You're intercepted by Dr. Bill, who kind of like gestures you into the conference room you were originally were kind of read in and, in and she kind of gestures you in. kind of does the shush motion as she's doing that. Do you follow? Yeah, I nod my head in acknowledgement and I sit down. All right. So she's standing there. She looks tired. The last few hours have not been great for her, as best you can guess. They're not been great for anyone here. There's definitely kind of a vibe around headquarters at this point. Things feel tense, definitely, and they look tense, and you can read the tension on Bimmel's face as she looks at you all, and she goes, I understand last night was rough and a little bit crazy, but I gave you all tasks. I expected them to get done. Yes, I know debriefing some detainees isn't what we normally do, but everything else got done, correct? Yes, to my knowledge, it did. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because Harris is breathing down my neck. He's got an injured agent who won't talk about what happened. I, I I know we talked last night, but since then, some shit's gone down. Harris is on the warpath. He's, he's storming around, just accusing people of things. He asked me if I was one of them and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about and that seemed to satisfy him, but um, I, I'd recommend go dealing with the detainees ASAP and then getting to work. I saw you got some data. If we can find out what's going on here, the faster we do that, the faster we all can get the hell out of here, and the faster we all can get away from Harrison and get back to our normal lives. Do, do I make sense? As always, yes.
3: Understood. Would you like for me to set up the data for you?
0: Uh, yes, please. I do not know it's analyzed yet. I, I saw you had about six hours worth or so. I figured you hadn't gotten to that yet, just given, you know, the night we all had. Well, I have
3: some hard evidence in terms of some recordings field, and I believe video as well. And then whatever I could jot down or at least translate in that aspect. I will need the full team to look over this, just because I would like to get more of your perspectives on what I was able to find. But otherwise, I do believe I collected a significant amount of interesting numbers.
0: As you're saying that, the door flies open and Agent Harris steps through Good morning, Project Pluto. Good morning, Agent Harris. <laughs> yes. I assume we all had a productive evening?
1: Uh, indeed.
3: Productive,
0: successful. You as well? Indeed. Stares directly at Dr. Schuler. Now, I understand things got a tad out of hand last night, but we all are professionals here, and I'd like answers ASAP. I noticed we still have the detainees. Have you finished with them yet? I'm more than willing to process them through and let them go if you have. No, I was
1: about to head over and speak with them. They should be good to go within the hour.
0: So I was kind of narrow at this, thumb. I thought you were dealing with them last night. Ah, well, it was a hectic night, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I had to go over my notes for the autopsy last night, too. I've just got the better of me. Did you now, Dr. Shuler? Uh, yes.
0: Hmm. Well, I stopped by to introduce your escorts for today. Two men step in behind him, again, dressed in the same kind of nondescript black suits. May I introduce you to Agent Motley and Agent Williams? Nice to meet you, gentlemen. They both nod, never breaking eye contact with Dr. Schuler. Is there something you boys want to ask me? They just kind of shrug and eventually break eye contact and kind of move about the room to get comfortable. So, doctors, anything to report after last night? I know you were busy working on things. People were out in the field. People were cutting up bodies. Anything of note transpire? Kind of casually
3: interrupt. I was able to experience the phenomenon that the pilots had experienced firsthand. I do have some video recordings and audio recordings, as well as some field data of the weather readings. Uh, Unfortunately, I was in the middle of a blizzard, so I couldn't do too much as I only have two hands. But otherwise, my research is with me. I still have it packed away,
0: and I would like a area to set up and kind of present this data. Yes, your escort last night mentioned that you had a fair amount of field readings. Excellent to hear. That sounds like good progress. Excellent indeed. How is he? He
3: was feeling a little glum, so to say, when
0: I was doing my research. That is of no concern to you, Doctor. You were fortunate enough to be away from headquarters at the time, but there was a bout of what I'm choosing to believe was localized madness. We had a few fatalities as a result of it. Some reports of some truly erratic behavior. Looks at Dr. Merlot while he says that. But reporting of exactly what happened are mixed at best. I'm sorry,
3: I don't mean to suddenly just kind of continue my research right now. Do you have the time frames as to when this madness had happened? I would like to see if that Lines up with any of the
0: energy spikes that I noticed last night in my readings. know, nods at this. I believe it occurred roughly around 1.43 a.m., around the same time that horrible screaming sound.
2: Say a screaming sound was heard and then the event started?
0: Like a shrieking screaming sound was heard during the event. Was it coming from, like, the source of the event? You would have no way of knowing that. Major Dempsey also definitely heard it. You all heard it. Hard to miss. So we did hear it, though, but
2: like we would be able to tell at least if it happened during the event or like if basically did the sound come from like, I guess some sort of like, hmm, how can I phrase my question better? Hold on.
0: It was not a human sounding scream or screech or sound like it was not just someone screaming in pain. It was something unhuman.
2: But wherever, whatever that sound was, did that sound originate from where the event started from like because theoretically the storm event started from a location and worked its way outward is how we saw it correct no no it just all of a sudden just stormed all over the area at once kind of
0: thing the blizzard's been ongoing the blizzard kind of picked up as is normal for weather weather patterns happen like the storms get better and worse throughout their kind of time frame i guess to kind of remind you of the time frame of the previous day Around 740, 745, storm got worse. That was when mm-hmm. you got, that storm started to get worse. That's when you, that's before you arrived. So the entire time you were there, the blizzard's been slowly getting worse or, or building towards a crescendo. And then this event happened, and around the time you're waking up, the storm died down some, a few hours after sunrise. Gotcha. Okay.
2: And
3: this screaming, you did hear the screaming because I was outside When I experienced that,
0: was it like loud or was it faint? Unmissably loud. I assumed it was some type of mechanical sound. It sounded to me like the tearing of, I don't know, metal on metal of some kind.
3: Okay, because when I experienced it, actually, I should have recordings of it or at least some sort of data on it. If we can triangulate between or find another source to be able to triangulate.
0: As your babbling kind of holds up a hand. That is what you're here for, researchers. If you have work to do, please get to it and help locate this. On that note, as a reminder, I can assign you blue personnel to assist with the more legwork-oriented tasks as needed. Perhaps it's time to search the local town of Willis more thoroughly. Collecting more field data would... Yeah, absolutely. Perfect, perfect. Very good. I will alert Major Farrell, and he will assign you some personnel. I have Cups his hands in front of him. If that is all it sounds, is that you have a busy day ahead of you. Do you need anything else to continue your work?
3: I think that was
0: everything that we needed to know, at least. Understood. I will have Major Farrell locate you and he's ready to hand over Blue Five personnel. I do hope you have a productive day, doctors. And kind of throws out the door you came in a couple minutes ago. Your escorts are left there with you. Dr. Bimmel seems tense. Harris did not seem in the best mood through all of that. The vibe in the room has gotten tenser somehow. Bimmel kind of takes a deep breath, looks at all of you. Well, with that in mind, I suppose our little meeting's over. You have data to analyze. Anything you need from me before you get to it? I
3: look at Bimmel a little curiously. I furrow my brow and I raise my finger to make the shush motion as well, and then kind of shrug afterward and point to the door that Agent Harris had left in, in kind of like an inquisitive manner, asking, like, why did
0: we need to shush? Was it because of him? You're not saying any of that out loud. I do have your two escorts in the room with you that are Harris's people. Yes.
3: Bimble and I have worked together before, and so I would imagine that we could kind of communicate in a bit of a discreet manner with our familiarity. So that was all
0: completely nonverbal. Yeah, it's that kind of look of... Was that the reason for the shush? And we'll kind of seeing that nod slowly at that. Like, so slowly, it looks like she's just kind of bobbing her head some. Like, she's definitely trying to make it so your new escorts do not pick up on that look and this interaction, definitely. I
3: kind of bob my head kind of in a shoulder rolling motion as well, kind of looking like I am shaking off a little bit of the morning jog.
0: Yeah, so we'll kind of pushes off the desk some notes your new escorts, notes that they're different escorts from yesterday, kind of looks at all of you, maybe shrugs a little bit and kind of goes, well, we've to you on the work. It appears that Major Dempsey has made some promising leads last night. You could all assist in tracking that down. Looks at Dr. Schuler. Were there any interesting findings in the autopsy? I read some of the preliminary findings, but I wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth. Something about body temperature retention, or lack of, I suppose, is the more accurate phrase.
1: Yeah, no matter, no matter what I was doing, I couldn't heat up any of the, uh, anything that came off those bodies. I was going to run some more tests to see if the the cells could be destroyed, or if they were more resistant to that too, but fire wasn't heating them up and like that. They just held this same temperature the entire time. Even the time that we had them out on the slab, there wasn't any fluctuations.
0: You know it's at this. When I stuck my head, it looked that like there'd been a scuffle of some kind. I know things got a tad crazy last night, but one of the bodies appeared to be a tad torn up. Was there an accident during the autopsy?
1: I... As I'm speaking, I just kind of, like, shake my head back and forth, kind of, like, indicating, like, uh, yes, but I'm not going to say what it was. I'm gonna say, well, uh, yes, um... There was a bit of a scuffle that took place about the time where every... Everything went down last night.
2: I look visibly nervous while
1: this is going on. All I can say is uh, I i don't remember much of it. I, like everyone else, had been affected by whatever, whatever had happened last night.
0: Give me a persuade on that. Oh, boy. I
1: have a question. Could I just do charisma instead? Sure. All right. Let's see if I'm any good at either of those things
0: if you can talk your way out of this <laughs> 10 out of 75 success yeah that's a plausible enough explanation things did indeed get crazy and i mean it's not like anything crazy got recorded on film or anything like that yeah. like
1: i mean to be clear like while i'm talking to dr bimala i'm kind of giving her that look like i've got more to tell you but not right now
0: yeah she kind of returns a look of understood She kind of claps her hand well it sounds like we have a busy day ahead of ourselves. Major Dempsey, I'll leave organizing the Blue Fly team to you. Someone needs to go interview the uh, detainees, or you can just let them go. I suspect they won't have much useful to say at this point. I suspect if you tell your escorts to deal with that, they can probably handle that for you. Kind of looks at your two escorts real quick. Actually, is it possible if I can borrow one of the escorts as one of my bodyguards? I do want to ask about some things regarding the detainees. One of them stands up and goes, yeah, I'll go with you. I'll bring them in, so why not? Thank you, and you are... Kind of looks at you. Does it really matter? No, it doesn't, actually. Motley. Agent Motley.
3: That's what it was, Motley Crew. Okay, gotcha. Mnemonics.
0: Helps you remember. Well, let's get to it, then. Yeah, whatever. Let's go talk to some people.
3: Schuyler, did you also want to attend to the detainees? I remember you making mention of that during this morning's routine. Oh, no,
0: no, no, no,
1: no. I was just going to get it done because it had to get done. But if you want to do it, more than happy to leave you to it.
3: Oh, okay. And then, Milo, are you okay? You look a little... I don't have the word for it. You look a little ghoulish.
2: I'm, I'm fine. I'll be fine.
3: Okay. Well, rest up then. Honestly, it's a little unsettling. And I leave, but I do leave my winter coat on the table.
0: What do you have to go do? Start processing data?
3: I want to collect... One more piece of data before I start like going into the, the big things. I wanna start interviewing the detainees about what they experienced around what was it, one forty nine in the morning? Sure. With the big scream. One forty
0: four, but yes. One forty four. Thank you. All right. Sure I have to go do interviews. Your Schuler. Erlo, what do you off to do at this point? To go assist the
2: interviews. Since I was, I mean, there after all.
0: Perhaps uh, you want to
1: help me with some work? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah.
0: I guess if I might recommend something to kind of delve into, both of you witnessed some weird last night. This is maybe a little bit more in kind of Schuler's background, but psychologically, medically, like that's a whole thing you could try maybe go into. Also, Medlo, you could also start digging into the data that Dempsey collected type of thing.
1: What I was suggesting is... I wanna run tests on Merilo. I okay.
0: was gonna ask, is there like like is there like an equipment to do some sort of like brain scan stuff? Maybe not brain scans necessarily, but what type of scans are you looking to do? Or what, I guess what type of testing are you looking to do?
1: I mean I wanna make sure that they're medically sound. I wanna take some cell samples and see what's going on with her. I wanna make sure that there's nothing out of the ordinary beyond yeah. beyond my expertise
0: no yeah you can spend some time definitely kind of confirming she's still a normal human if you will
1: so we could just do a full just the
2: standard physical then yeah and does this facility have a a lab to do like a full round of blood work yeah okay
0: i think that would be i mean schul's whole background is microbiology they're not gonna bring in a microbiologist and not have the equipment for him to do such things hypothetically Well, true
2: I was just wondering, considering, you know, the events and everything going on, I don't know if that equipment's functional.
0: Not as best you can tell. Nothing got damaged. Just some people got injured or worse, it seems.
2: Okay, then, yeah, I would be totally cool with uh, subjecting myself to a full on physical and whatever kind of like specifically we could test like motor function, skills like that, just to kind of see if anything's out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, sounds good.
2: And then I can go over the data. But I think checking myself out would be the, the first thing I'd want to do.
0: Major Dempsey, would you like to send off the Blue Fly team before you start working with detainees, or do you want to save that for after?
2: Sure,
3: Merlot. Do you need any assistance with anything physical? I mean, I was thinking about sending some of the Blue Fly team members to assemble some of the equipment that I wasn't able to get to last night.
0: Oh, they're not good for that. They're just military grunts. They can search and stuff, but assembly is not really their thing.
1: I mean, perhaps you should send them into Willis proper, see what they can uh, scrounge up. Honestly,
3: yes, I think that would be good. I wasn't actually able to make it to Willis. I was able to make it to the lake, which was where I saw the phenomena happen. But I didn't actually end up in Willis. I think I might send. Actually, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Investigate Willis proper, and honestly, I want to get some samples from the lake itself. Maybe we could send out a small crew to collect some surface water as well as some water samples from the lake after that whole oh man you you i i can't believe i caught it on tape like you have to see this i mean i'm so excited
1: to show you later yeah excited isn't what i'd describe what we're dealing with here we're exciting rather i mean to be honest
3: we're dealing with a unique meteorological event that honestly should not happen in my field of work i mean i see strange things, I guess, Weather can just be so unpredictable, but to have something so up close and so focused, I mean, I can't exactly speak of this later, but may or may not be taking some personal notes for myself.
2: Yeah, no, there's definitely something weird going on. His body shouldn't be freezing the way they are. Actually, yeah. What brief
1: synopsis? What did, what did you guys find? Uh, the data still needs to be parsed over, but basically the long story short is um, the bodies and all the cells within are maintaining a a perfect temperature that does not fluctuate with anything that we have done to it. Uh, it's been exposing it to heaters, flames, and various other substances.
3: So it, the body temperature does not rise, but
1: does it fall? No. Okay. Have you exposed one of the bodies to extreme cold? Yeah, we don't really have a way to do that other than bringing them outside. I mean, you could always just take them outside. It is a corpse, after all. I can't really feel anything. I'll take it into advisement.
3: But yes, I'm going to go interview these detainees and then maybe regroup and exchange notes.
1: I really want you to see these numbers and I really need to get your input on this. Alright, well... We'll talk, we'll talk soon, Milo. while we get to the lab.
0: Yeah, sooner the better. All right, so the detainees are being kept in a kind of improvised jail of some kind, one of the trailers. They have guards, there's two of them. Paperwork identifies them as Eddie Thorpe and Ellie Foster. Who do you want to talk to first?
3: Let's talk to Ellie Foster. All right, so what's your approach? I will walk up to Ellie Foster. Hello, my name is Valerie Cooper. I'm here to ask you a couple questions before you leave this. Consider this an exit interview, if you will.
0: Well, now that's very nice of you. I would love to get out of here. My name's Ellie Foster. I was brought in, God, must be yesterday, two days ago, by your, uh, I have looks at the various guards. Friends here, I suppose. I do hope everything's okay.
3: Everything is being handled as best as we can. There was a little bit of an anomaly that happened last night that I do just want to ask you about. Making sure that you
0: personally are of good health and stature, despite of it. Oh my, yes. I was... All that horrible screeching and all that sound last night and the people going crazy. Hard to believe that has to do with nuclear materials.
3: Hmm. Now, Ellie, I just want to just kind of get the facts. I'm... A new caseworker for you two. I will be interviewing
0: Mr. Eddie Thorpe after this. But otherwise, how old are you? Kind of looks at you. What does it matter? And uh, Eddie Thorpe's my son-in-law. He's married to my daughter Amanda. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. So, Miss Ellie,
3: you said you were taken in yesterday. From where exactly?
0: At the at the security checkpoint. I, I need to get home. Amanda's quite pregnant right now and she can't be left alone like this this long. Understood.
3: Where exactly is if you don't mind me asking you about Amanda's place of residence. Unfortunately, it is something that we still have to make sure that there is safe clearance for those who are working with the radioactive uh, cleanup. I will if anything I'll I'll make sure to send a team out just to do some radiation checks and make sure that the infant is okay
0: well that's just it as a retired nurse i feel like i could be doing more out there in town than here all locked up i i would ever so like to help so miss ellie unfortunately that is
3: something that we would absolutely love some assistance with but we are trained professionals in this in that this is something that nuclear scientists have a handle on we have the means of taking care of this on our end and we don't want to endanger any more citizens further
0: Oh, Pish Posh, I'd rather be out there helping than anything else. Anyway, Miss Ellie, when were you taken in? At what time? Give me a persuade.
3: Wow, I really walked into this with no skills in talking whatsoever. 93% failure and persuasion.
0: All right, so not only did you fail, Ellie critted on her role opposing you on this one. So she kind of looks at you, does that kind of nurse stare that gets you to confess things. Well, I'll give you an option. have to confess something real or lose 1d6 willpower can you give me like a couple minutes sure because this is this is interesting god
3: fucking damn it ellie roll 20 rngs so in confessing something real it's going to be confessing
0: maybe fessing up it's not a nuclear situation maybe fessing up that something real weird did happen last night maybe even just saying Look, something strange is indeed going on, and we're not quite sure what's up. All of these would qualify for that, or mm. come up with your own. But also, she's a detainee.
3: Hmm. All right, Miss Ellie, I I understand. This is I'm in truth, I cannot say I do not have a handle on this situation. I have sent out some folks to survey the town of Willis um, and see just exactly what type of damage there is. That we still have yet to. Fully comprehend due to blizzards, due to just manpower, anything else like that. My apologies if my bedside manner is a bit rusty.
0: Surely, stars, can't. are people hurt? Are have there been deaths? Oh, I, I, I do hope Amanda's okay. There, there have been a
3: few deaths, and this is why we are doing our best to be extremely careful with this. But speaking of, just last night, from what I've heard and what I've actually experienced myself. Did you experience anything weird within the past 24 hours?
0: I, I felt truly terrified for about a minute or so. Uh, but, but back to my daughter. If you're saying people have indeed been hurt and whatnot, have they identified bodies? Have they collected them anyway? Uh, could you maybe see if Amanda was one of the people that was injured? Yes, that's something that I can do.
3: And I'll see if I can report back on that. Amanda, I would imagine her last name would be Thorpe?
0: Yes. As I said, her husband's right over there. He called me after he got into a bit of a ruckus at the checkpoint, I guess, is what you're calling it. Gotcha.
3: Well, if anything else, I do want to kind of go back to you. I just want to make sure that you're, you're good as well. I mean, as a nurse, you should understand just making sure that, like, to take care of those who can help right now and then, you know, triage and all that other sense. This truly terrified experience, Did it? was it something that was just... Like a panic attack, or was it like almost something that was driving you into a fit of violence? Or
0: I've never felt anything like it. I was just overcome with an immense fear, and one of the guards started kind of clawing at the walls. Were you not here last night? It was truly terrifying. I was actually outside trying to gauge the situation.
3: Other than the guard, did you hear anything by chance, or well, no,
0: but uh, Eddie did start screaming he was gonna kill them all and get out of here and get to. Amanda, but he's mighty protective that way. He's a good boy that way.
1: Mm -hmm. Gotcha.
0: And then your daughter, Amanda, how far along is she in her pregnancy? As I said, nine months. Very pregnant. It's part of why he's so worried. He tries to check in on her, and I guess he couldn't. She's at that point where it starts being hard for her to do things all by herself. Part of why he called me in. When was the last time you had contact? Well, depending on what day it is today. I'm assuming today is tomorrow at this point, so... About a day ago. This happened all within 24 hours. Okay. She also has no sense of how much time has passed since she's been hooked up here necessarily.
3: Okay. Do you have a specific day that you said? Like, was it like on a Monday? Was it, do you have a date by chance? I definitely talked to her on the 21st. Well, it's been, it's the 23rd today. So it's been. Oh my stars.
0: I've been here an entire day. It's, uh, that's, and that's why we
3: are trying to make sure that we can get this. Exit interview done and wrapped up so that way you can go along your merry way.
0: Is there any other kind of people should be ashamed of yourself detaining me from my pregnant daughter, detaining him from his pregnant wife? You need to let us go right goddamn now. All in due time, we
3: need to make sure that you guys are all right and then it is safe for you to enter further into the town of Willis. Like I said, we unfortunately do not know the scope of the damage that's happened. Um, Which is why, Miss Amanda Thorpe, do you have any other kind of descriptors or anything else like that that I can have just to make sure that she's okay and I can report back to you about what I find?
0: Oh, you know, long brown hair, glasses, nine goddamn months pregnant.
3: Mm. Mm. I see that this is upsetting you. If anything, thank you so much for your time. I will be talking to Mr. Eddie as well. Have you two been talking at all? How far are they, like, in terms of detaining?
0: They probably can see each other. They're probably about 10 or so feet apart. Okay. We talked to someone. I first was brought in, but glares at the guards. They were not so welcoming to the concept of us conversing. Understood.
3: Understood. And then, Miss Ellie, are you currently feeling any kind of way right now? Are you feeling cold? Are you feeling hot? Is
0: there anything I can help you with? I'm feeling like I'm being detained without reason and that my daughter might need me. If you could check in on her, that would be greatly appreciated. Understood. And then I will head over to, to Eddie. Yeah. So, Eddie has been gagged. Hmm. Can anyone fix this? of well, the guards comes over, undoes it, looks at you, and kind of says, you're gonna regret this.
3: Oh, boy. Mr. Eddie, I am, again, very sorry for the situation that we have, but unfortunately that is something that Bureaucracy, public safety, all that other fun jazz. I don't know if you had overheard my conversation with your mother-in-law, but we are doing our best to get a handle on the situation, and if anything, I'm going to do my best, my personal best, to help you in making sure that your wife and your child, whether or not born, is okay. My name is Valerie Cooper.
0: How are you doing? This view Phenomenal.
3: So, Mr. Eddie, fuck your
0: training exercise, fuck this whole thing, fuck your guards. Let me go, so I can go help my wife. I'm, I need to see my wife.
3: Understood, Mr. Eddie Thorpe. But here's the thing, and I want to use my bureaucracy skill. What are you trying to do? No, I'm confusing bureaucracy with law. I mean, what are you trying to do? So I was trying to threaten him with, kind of legalese threaten him with uh, detaining him even further or anything else like that but really just trying to like use kind of legal jargon to kind of confuse him into complying Can, you know like the over explanation into confusion and then
0: like the subterfuge of that so you could probably bureaucratize your way through that is your bureaucracy or is your military science higher my bureaucracy is higher what's your bureaucracy at 40 let's see your role for that yeah see how this kind of applies six percent success maybe So what are you focusing on? Just kind of overwhelming him with jargony phrases and whatnot or trying to be like, there's a lot of paperwork we have to get through. What's the approach to kind of imply that uh, he's not going anywhere he starts behaving and complying?
3: I get into my U.S. Air Force major mode and I'm going to be very stern and whatnot. And I will just start kind of approaching him kind of like I'm like one of the guys, but not really but also I am socially and more disciplined or socially powered and disciplined than he is. He seems like the type that would see the military figure and immediately kind of
0: submit to it due sure. to his values. on that kind of tighten up soldier approach to it, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. And kind of using the backdrop of kind of a rigid structure to back up your power, if you will. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Now that works. So, Give me a human int as you're doing this kind of thing. Like, I'm assuming, you have like, I'm not gonna say it's a full-body transformation, but probably like your posture changed. Oh, 90% failure before that human int. I mean, he still seems hostile, but there's a small kind of change, maybe, to him as you're observing it. Because okay, fuck it. I'll tell you what happened. I reached your little checkpoint at 4.33, I guess, yesterday at this point. 4.33 a.m. Blizzard had happened. I tried calling my wife. She hadn't picked up. Um, I call her every night. I was out driving. It's my job. I called her around 4 a.m. I like to say good morning if I'm out at that time. Little cute thing we do. She didn't pick up. I tried coming back to town. That's where your uh, soldier boys out front stopped me. And well, now I'm fucking here. Gotcha.
3: Can you please tell me anything you could describe, Amanda, your wife and whatnot? Uh... Did she does she have any kind of health conditions is outside of being incredibly pregnant? Is does she is it like high blood pressure? Or does she have any kind of situations in regards to it?
0: I'm not sure how familiar or unfamiliar with the pregnancy process, but a woman in the nine month of that whole process is in a bit of a delicate state. She's been a bit of a bumbling. oaf, oh, can't really stand up all that well. If she fell over. I'm not really sure she'd get back up. Emergency or non type of thing. Her center of mass ain't exactly what it used to be. and. Well, she's carrying a little another human inside of her, much if you've got any nieces or nephews or anything like that. But that whole process kind of physically, emotionally, mentally, everything drains a woman. And I'd say she's handling it well. But at the same time, she's nine goddamn months pregnant. And well, she's nine goddamn months pregnant. Mm. Ellie's been helping out some. But yeah, I just just worried about her.
3: Gotcha. Understood. Now you were driving in. How? Where was Miss Ellie Foster? Was she with you as you were driving in?
0: They wouldn't let me in. I called the sheriff. I called nine one one. I called her. I. I'm not saying I lost my temper unjustly. This is all bullshit, and this is bullshit. But like,
3: understandably, so. It, 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 maybe I, 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 maybe I, I
0: took a swing at someone. Maybe three of your guards beat my ass a little bit out by the checkpoint. I'm sorry. I just want to know what happened with my wife. I, I heard you talk to my mother-in-law. If you can confirm she's okay, I, I'm guessing you have some type of log or something that would be kind of like just a little bit as a person. That'd be really appreciated. I'm just worried about my wife. I, gotcha, we're gotcha. waived out from things. If something happens, well, I'm not sure if you've been to Willis before, but we're not exactly a multiple doctor ER that can handle pregnancy problems type of town. Following? I understood. Is, do you know the name of the local doctor? He shrugs. He's like, I, I wouldn't know off the top of my head, sorry. Gotcha. I'm sure I do, but she handles that type of stuff. Understood.
3: Mr. Eddie, you made this call how far away from the from Willis?
0: At the checkpoints. So wherever we are now, and the distance from here to where your army buddies are hanging out, there, that distance. Gotcha. And then
3: last question. I heard that there was a little bit of a mood swing, per se, from yesterday. I understand that this is a very frustrating time for you. By chance, are you still feeling a little bit of a adrenaline rush right now? Are you, how are you currently doing?
0: I mean, I want to get the hell out of here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be being asked the same questions over and over, but.
3: Like physically, I just want to make sure that both of you are healthy to be able to kind of go along. Again, this is something that is a little bit of sensitive. I mean, radiation is, su- is such a wild card when it comes to health issues. It seems as if there was something that happened last night. I just want to make sure whoa,
0: that... Whoa, 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 whoa. Who said anything about radiation? Is that not what was communicated to you at the roadblock? Your friends up front told me there was some type of training exercise going on.
3: Oh, I fucked up. Yes. So, it seems that I've uh, let a little bit
0: too loose. Yeah, I heard you talk to my mother-in-law. I, She's got a nose for these types of things. Tell you what, you go find out if my wife's okay, let me know, and I'll be the model prisoner until you can let my ass out of here. Good? Good, good. Thank you for your cooperation. Yeah, whatever. Looks at the guard. You gonna gag me again, or are we gonna be nice this time? Guard just kind of shrugs at that. So are you off to investigate the dead to see if Amanda Thorpe is amongst the dead?
3: That's where the other two are, correct? They were looking at the they ish. were dealing with ish. Gotcha. I'll regroup and meet up with them and then I'll just kinda start looking through the the things. More than likely I will find her name and I just need to figure out how to lay this on them easy. Because if I recall correctly, there are no survivors in the town of Willis.
0: Well do you want to go confirm I guess? Like maybe you can bring back an effect of some kind or confirm she passed peacefully or something like that. I think yes, and then if anything... I guess to remind you too, Merlo and Schuller are off kind of being a little bit sneaky. They have their own little side project they're attending to. Gotcha. But you're off to go confirm the, the status of Amanda Thorpe? Time to look up some death certificate. Yeah, so the morgue is indeed a grisly place. As we've already covered, it's just 24 bodies, a trailer type of thing. Going through takes a little bit of time, but... You do eventually find Amanda Thorpe. You're going to regret doing that. Oh, no. So the body that Dr. Marlowe was chowing down on the night before... Oh, no. ...was a pregnant woman. The name tag reads Amanda Thorpe. Oh,
3: do I notice the bite marks?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's quite obvious. And to make it worse somehow they missed it the night before or something else has happened since the initial incident. Her belly has been torn open. More chunks of her are missing than were probably accounted for when Shuler and Marlo were there. What the fuck? Her belly was torn open? Yep. And part of the developed baby is still in there.
3: Oh. I look at her chart. Is there any notes about like how the body was received any kind of
0: markings? Says received in normal condition, no obvious signs of death. No counting for bite marks or anything like that. Okay, cool.
3: When was that report taken? Upon
0: arrival. Before Upon arrival. the autopsy was conducted.
3: Tight. So then this, I now know a time frame that this would have happened with the belly torn open. I look through the logs and t- I want to see if there are any more pregnant victims.
0: Few others, but this one's tagged Amanda Thorpe. There's no denying that this is Amanda Thorpe. Oh, no, I want to see if this is all happened to like any other pregnant. All the other bodies seem pretty intact.
3: Were there any kind of obvious signs of like gore or like blood around Amanda's like locker, I
0: guess, or? No blood. Um, you're not a surgeon or a doctor of that type of any measure, but, you know, bite marks when you see them, you know, kind of a ripped open chest cavity when you see one, you know a ripped open kind of stomach when you see one, you know, a partially eaten baby when you see one. Give me a sand check.
3: Oh, fucking went a hometown buffet on this shit. Let's roll a sanity check. Oh no, I fumbled that with the fifty five percent. My sanity is fifty four percent. Like what? Wow, what absolute! It's <laughs> Father Faustus has come to haunt me once more.
0: All <laughs> right, so but let's paint the picture. You pull this body out. You find this pregnant woman. The two people that you've just talked to are so concerned about. You pull her out, kind of thing. You. Look at her and she's just been chewed on like cannibalism would be bad, but this is so, so much worse. Fifteen points of sand damage to helpless. Fifteen? You fumbled.
2: Holy shit. Did you say fifteen?
3: Yes. The max I can offload is four. So even then I'm taking like an 11 point hit and that's going to push me below break.
0: This is traumatic. Like you're, of oh, yeah. course you've seen some things, but like this is fucked. There's no other word for it. Like if the other two are aware of this, they kept that from you. If they're not aware of this, that means that something or someone is breaking into the morgue and feeding on people. Okay. Fuck me. Okay, cool. Well, this is full on breakdown territory, too. Like, you are... I'm checking in
3: helplessness. Do I... Is it willpower to burn through uh, offload?
0: Let's do that 1d4 for that offload if you're doing it. Or maybe... Taking it down from 15 to an 11 still.
3: Sorry, Dr. Merlot, but, like, that shit's fucked. 11 is fine. That's gonna put me at 43. That's still something. That does put me past my breaking point of 44 so um wheel of misfortune turn 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 tell me what disorder that i will learn (laughs) i will gain
0: i'll say paranoia feels appropriate like paranoia it is i mean you're a scientist and you're seeing signs of cannibalism something eating a strange dead body like take a step back and look at this whole situation you're flown into a blizzard in the middle of nowhere, Alabama. The night before you hear horrible screeching noises, swear you see like frost sweeping up across your body. See an insane light shower finding radiation, readings and all other types of stuff. And then you come back here, go to bed and wake up the next morning and find a desecrated, pregnant body just in the morgue of this. No part of this is okay.
3: So, Aideen Dempsey is going to drop everything that she's holding, take a few steps back, and stumble into one of the examination tables. From there, she'll kind of collapse, and just... Like, she's going to throw off her gloves, and just continue wiping her hands on her clothing. Oh, to make it to... worse, you're wearing a
0: hazmat suit for this, because you
3: have to have a hazmat suit you're dealing with the dead. Oh, yeah,
0: you're right, you're right, you're right. So...
3: I'm capable of to hold on to the fact that like I am not taking off or breaking like quarantine or anything else like that. But the sheer fact that I'm trapped inside a hazmat suit inside this trailer, basically really with nothing to, to support me. I don't even think
0: the agent Motley is there or anything else like that. You probably stay outside as well while to are putting on the hazmat suit. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I am going to kind of fall. And uh, fumble onto the ground while I have a quiet panic attack and fog starts steaming my hazmat visor as I start uncontrollably quietly
0: sobbing. Sounds about right for the situation. And with all that in mind, we're going to jump over now to Dr. Merlo and Dr. Schuler as they're conducting their little investigation into what Dr. Merlo's condition is. So what are you doing to kind of investigate this?
1: Um, So we're going to do a full physical. Uh, I'm going to do my best. I'm not trained in anything like mental in the field of medicine, but physically going to make sure everything's okay. I'm also going to take skin samples. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to tell Merlot right away, but I'm going to compare them to the samples that I took from the bodies and see if uh, there are any similarities. And also probably give her a cocktail of drugs that will help her pass whatever she ate yesterday.
0: Sure. (laughs) <laughs> what do you tell your escort is the reason you're doing this? Oh, I
1: don't tell him we're doing this at all. I go to a lab and basically uh, uh, explain that I'm going to be working with hazardous chemicals, and if he wants to join us in the lab, he's going to have to dr- get into a hazmat suit with us, and
0: Yeah, that's enough for him to kind of wait outside for some chunk of this. So you confirm that, yeah, Dr. Marlowe is normal. You both are finding it a little bit harder and harder to be inside. Like, it's a little bit warm in here, but not too bad. Like, maybe it's time to turn off these heaters type of thing. Like, maybe it's adapting to it, who knows, or just wearing one too many layers. That happens, you've heard, but yeah. What's your temperature like? All right, so both Merlot and your temperatures have dropped to 5 degrees Celsius, a.k.a. 41 degrees Fahrenheit.
2: Wait, wait, they've dropped
0: to that level? That's where you're naturally at right now, and you feel fine. Uh, I'm going to just sell
1: samples I took from Merlot to see if I can warm them up.
0: They warm up. They also start to cook a little bit. Ooh. Okay, so they're not maintaining a... Uh... No, nah, they're not doing that weird keeping cold thing.
2: So I'm, I look over at Shuler and say, if I'm reading this right, we should be dead right now. There's no way our bodies can sustain this temperature. Do you feel like you're freezing? Because I don't feel like I'm freezing. In fact, I feel warm.
1: Hold hold on. This has got to be wrong. Let me check it again. Here, lift your tongue up.
0: Okay, so I lift my tongue up.
1: I'm gonna do the test again
0: and take the temperature. Same result. Five degrees Celsius, forty-one degrees Fahrenheit.
2: Is there anything in the room that we can custom set a temperature to? Like if we were gonna like set like a I don't know, for example, an oven or something, or like some sort of like some heat source, we can set it to like let's say. Fifty degrees Fahrenheit, or something like that. Is there anything in the room that we can do that with?
0: Sure, I, yeah, what are you trying to do with that, I guess?
2: Basically, want to test the equipment. So, like, I want to, for example, you know how
0: you consider... Oh, yeah, it's all working perfectly normal. Like, all calibration of these things comes back, that's working perfectly normal.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I want to, I guess, like, check Merlo's blood pressure. I want to see if, like, any signs of, like, what would happen to a person as their temperature got low is happening or if she's just functioning as she would normally what's your medicine at 70 in microbiology and 70 in medicine
0: oh that's more than enough to realize that like looking at this you kind of hypothesize that it sure seems like something is absorbing body heat and replacing its biological functions with something else
2: something else is replacing something else in my body did i hear that right
0: let me say it again Something seems to be absorbing body heat, and replacing its biological functions with another unseen energy.
2: Okay, is there something physical that we can see that's, like, replacing the energy? Because, obviously, I'm assuming that there's something there that we can... Something has to be there, like some sort of layer of
0: something. Something's doing it. Not that you're finding, though.
2: Mm. Is there an x-ray machine in the room? Yeah, there is one. Okay, I'm going to look over and intruder and say... Really quick, let's just let's do some x rays because there's got to be something that's we're not seeing.
1: Yeah, um, let me take a blood sample before we do that, okay? Okay, uh, I go ahead and offer up my arm so they can take a blood sample. Sure, I'll take the blood sample and I want to look. I, I, I want to look at the cells, I want to look at the blood, I want to see if there's anything weird going on at the cellular level.
0: No, nah, it appears to be normal again. Your body heat provides certain energy to the body in general and kind of performs certain tasks that are kind of, it's an energy source at that point. Something is absorbing that heat and then replacing that function somehow. Both of you give me a sand check.
1: Let's go sand check time! 3 out of 49 success.
0: 50 out of 45 failure. All right, so if you passed, just one point of sand damage. If you failed, 1d6 sand damage. 1d6 yep i would like to pass what do you call it offload
2: offload there we go all right yeah to that willpower i'm gonna pass it right on off to dr bimmel let's see that 1d4 one so i so i only take one willpower away right yep and i can pass up to how many
0: only one right yeah all right what was the damage you took that you didn't roll it two eh not so bad doesn't matter
2: uh, all right. I'll pass that one of those off to Dr. Bimble.
0: All right. So, and as you're prepping the x-ray machine, you realize that the film for the x-ray machine has all been exposed. It's useless. Mm. It is properly stored, though. Like, it does not make sense that it was exposed somehow.
1: Well, shit. Okay, Merlo. We cannot tell anyone what we just found until we can get alone with Bimble and Dempsey. All right? Assuming we live this long, I mean... No, I, I mean, I've looked at you. You're not in any, like, form of hypothermia or your body shutting down. You are as fit as you were before you arrived here.
2: Yeah, I don't feel any weird symptoms, so there's definitely... Have you checked yourself as well?
1: I'll do the same thing. I'll, I'll run the same tests on myself. Same results? Yeah. Okay. Can you ask our escort
0: to come in here?
2: Yeah, one sec. I go outside, and I signal for our escort to come in and ask them if they can step inside for a second.
0: Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, can
1: I just take your temperature real fast? I need to get a baseline for some tests. The things
0: I do for my country. Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, hey, I'm going to take his temperature. Same. Uh, same as us. Yep.
2: The exact same? Yep. Like, no decimal point difference? Everything's baseline exact the same? Yep. Hmm.
0: Thank you.
1: Uh, you can you can go back outside now.
0: I have looks at you confused, eyes narrow a little bit at you. Yeah, sure. Okay. Steps outside again. You
1: you okay? You, you got any questions I can answer?
0: No, no questions you can answer. That closes the door behind him. I look over here at and say,
2: there's no way, scientifically, that not only would our temperatures be this low, but on top of that, every single one of our readings is decimal point exact. And on top of that, we've tested the calibration of the equipment.
1: Is there like a wall first aid kit in here? Yeah. Can I go open it and grab the thermometer out of that and th- just do the tests again, like making sure it's not an equipment malfunction?
0: Run it as many times as you want. You're going to get the exact same temperature. Great.
1: All right. I think we should review all the things that we, the, the, the data we got from the autopsy and what Dempsey brought back. And when we reconvene tonight, I think we can come up with an excuse to lose our escorts for a, a few minutes so we can fill everybody again.
2: I agreed. The sooner the better, because we can't wait for another event to happen, because who knows what's going to happen if that occurs again. It has something to do with that, obviously, because this is just, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, um I mean if, if another thing like that's gonna happen, maybe we should come up with a, a little system so I know that you've kinda locked your mind and not in the right mindset. You know, maybe like every minute or so we'll we'll just touch bases while we're working in the lab.
2: Ask me about violin sonatas.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can do that.
2: I like violin sonatas. So if I don't mention anything about that and you're checking in with me, assume I've been compromised. Yeah, all
1: right about you Uh, i mean i talk all the time if i stop talking then you know something's probably wrong fair enough let's get to it
0: yeah so this medical research and the interviews took about two hours give or take type of thing we're rolling up around we'll probably say 10 ish am by now major dempsey you've managed to collect yourself by now you've confirmed that something strange is going on Marlow and Schuler, do you kind of reconvene back to start going over the data? Do you meet up with the Blue Fly team to dispatch them? What's the what's next?
1: I'm going to go start looking over the data. I've I've got no interest in trying to manage sure. a, a military team. It's not my field of expertise.
0: Sure. Are right, there so any interest on your end, Marlow, or no? No, I don't have anything to add on that. Yeah. So Major Dempsey is you're emerging from the morgue, still kind of in the hazmat suit, maybe slowly kind of pulling it off at that point. Major Farrell approaches you. He's dressed more or less the same, kind of looks at you. I was instructed to provide you with three blue fly personnel. I have selected them from a team. They are prepared to go at your word. Would you care to dispatch them ASAP? I take a breath to collect myself
3: and just slowly exhale. My apologies. You've caught me a little off guard. Yes. I take a deep breath and exhale. Sorry, clearing my mind. Yes. The city of Willis is still unsearched. I would like for a team to go look through that. I also would need someone to go to the lake and collect some water samples, as well as some deep, not deep sea recordings, but I need to hear some recordings from the middle of the lake as well, if I could.
0: Understood. I'm not sure we have any equipment to record inside the lake, as you put it, but I can see what personnel we can provide for that. I have also heard word that there was a, a 911 call placed. Would it be worth having personnel track down any local sheriff or law enforcement personnel to question them and confirm they are not in any way suspicious about the ongoing situation here? Where was the 911 call placed? He looks at you kind of confused. Are you feeling okay, ma'am? It was placed by Eddie Thorpe. It was part of his intake paperwork. Part ah. of why he was initially detained was the 911 call.
3: Got you. Understood. My understanding was that the 911 call happened just right now.
0: I understand your confusion, man. You do look a tad frazzled. I know this is all a tad all overwhelming, but I expected from a fellow military personnel, you'd be somewhat used to this type of situation. Although I will admit to the kind of gestures at the morgue, whatever's going on in there being just horrific.
3: Mm. Yes. I will need someone just to do a small favor, just to at least. Calm the detainees. I would like a personal affect, just collected of Amanda Thorpe. Unfortunately, she is present in the morgue, so this is at least a human thing to do in all of this hubbub. But he otherwise, you
0: confused. He kind of raises his hand, uh, confused look on his face. Ma'am, the detainees have been released. How long ago? Looks at his watch. I would say an hour forty five minutes ago, shortly after your departure.
3: Shortly after my departure into the morgue?
0: I have looks at you. Unless there was a stop between where we were holding them and here, then yes, that is the correct path that you followed.
3: Yes, I just interviewed them an hour ago, and then they were released immediately after the interview, is is what I'm confirming.
0: I was informed by Agent Harris that their purpose was fulfilled and they were being released. Processing was complete. Where did you release them to? That was not my discretion, ma'am. That was handled by Agent Harris's men. Understood. No, we do not need to... Do you have the transcript of the 911 call? Shakes his head. Ma'am, we have not intervened with 911 just yet. We have not had any personnel stop by that we had to deal with. We have not pursued that lead as of right now. Gotcha. And then,
3: at least if anything, what was the 911 call about? I might be able to just handle this myself, or I will delegate that to the Blue Fly. Are
0: you feeling okay, ma'am? It was obviously about the fact that we were... Denying Eddie Thorpe entrance into the town of Willis at the perimeter. That was
3: it? Okay. Never mind. Then nothing. I thought it was for something else. My apologies. I just have not had a good amount of sleep, and the cold is a little bit of a sudden shock to what I'm normally used to in Las Vegas. So, my apologies. I will go and
0: collect my data and go over my data right now. Are you feeling okay, ma'am? It's been increasingly pleasant here despite the weather conditions. I
3: I will agree with you on that. I did have a, an unexpected morning jog that helped clear my head a little bit, but hold up. What is the current temperature at the
0: moment? Blizzard's still happening, so somewhere below freezing, but not like sub-zero. I'm realizing that I am just kind of at my regulars. Yes, it's pleasant. I mean, it's it a little bit cold outside, but not like 32 degrees cold outside. Huh. Right, so as you're kind of standing there looking flustered at all this information, man, if the instructions are to have the Blue Fly team investigate the town of Willis and to have one of them reach out to the local law authority to see what's what's been confirmed on their end, anything else? That's it. You are dismissed. Thank you. Understood. Thank you. I'll deploy the team. They'll report back to you sometime after they're done with their sweep. Anything of note we should keep an eye out for?
3: Yes. You have, by any chance, of cameras
0: or... A record of who was inside the morgue within the past hour. Scratches said, man, that is not something I would necessarily have access to. I suspect if you ask the guards who has been through the morgue, they might be able to tell you, but that's not exactly my area of expertise or interest.
3: All right. Thank you. I will call you if I need you. At this point, I'm going. My goal is to find out who has been inside this morgue and then arm myself. I will be
0: attempting to find a firearm. That's going to be hard. A knife. Knife's doable. All right. And like, you can go grab a scalpel out of the morgue or something like that. That's a knife.
3: Oh, perfect. I will have a scalpel. That, I think that's going to be
0: good. I will just have a scalpel on me. Sure. So you're going to go ask the guard about entrance and exits to the morgue?
3: Yeah, I'm going to find the guard that was posted at the morgue and question them.
0: So the guard confirms that maybe someone snuck in during the whole confusion and whatnot. But the only kind of registered people that entered the morgue were Doctor Medlow and Doctor Schuler the night before. I'm gonna go find Medlow and Schuler.